I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Danita. Do you actually forgive or do you just suppress it and move on? I know that forgiveness will actually help me heal and grieve and move along, but I don't like to forgive. I like to hold grudges. If someone wrongs me, I do. I'm sorry. I I feel I put good out into the world. I try my best. If you wrong me, I do not want to forgive you. And this is probably going to be not good for my emotions, question mark. <laughs> well, I don't know, Jen. I think it's more about, did you actually acknowledge the hurt and betrayal? Did you do that? I did. I definitely worked through and felt the emotions. That's for sure. But at the end of it, I thought the person doesn't deserve my forgiveness. Well, and this is where I think it it gets a little confusing. Like just because you have acknowledged the hurt and betrayal and you've understood the impact that it's had on you and on them probably, and you've actually made the conscious decision to move through and feel your negative emotions that are associated with it. That doesn't mean that there's reconciliation at the end of it or that you condone it. It just means that you found your own peace, but there's a difference. Did you find your own peace or did you suppress? In my cases, I did find my personal peace, but I always did think, wait, my journey's not complete unless I can say I forgive them and mean it. And I mean, it's also true forgiveness looks like you've let go of resentment. Yes, that for sure is a fact. I almost feel like I just want to never think of them again. And I think the biggest part is empathy and compassion. The true forgiveness is when you can feel empathy and compassion for the person and from their perspective for whatever you need to forgive them for. And when you can put yourself in their shoes and you can feel that empathy and compassion and say, okay, I can see it. I can understand that they're a flawed person and I can see how come they did what they did. Then I think in your heart, you can feel this peace. It doesn't mean that you have to say, okay, now we're, you know, we're back on if it was a relationship or if, you know, you need to forgive a friend for something. doesn't mean that you have to rekindle the friendship, but can you understand? Can you give them empathy? Can you give them compassion? Can you see them as a flawed person instead of just like this horrible being? Oh, I like that. Didita, what about you? Do you hand out forgiveness like it's free? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I'm working on it. Truly, that is something that I'm working on is this idea of like, I can generally almost always put myself in the other person's position and understand it. The part that I have challenges with often and that I usually have to spend the most time on in order to give that forgiveness is the remuneration of it. Oh, that's me too. Yeah, that when something happens and it's going over and over in my mind that I don't somehow seek some little form of retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> and that often takes me a little while to 
to process and get over that I'm no longer looking for that. Yeah. Because that's in the short term, I know maybe might make you feel good, but I I know in the long term it doesn't. And it's like, I always think, please look at myself, Jen, you must take the high road, as they say, like you have to be respectful to the other person, regardless of the end, no matter what you want to do (laughs) at the time. No matter what you want to do, don't go out and get the revenge. Don't. Don't do it. I mean, or do it. Maybe you have a great story to tell, but we're saying that doesn't help our personal journeys to feel better for ourselves. For ourselves. And that for me, it's always when the remuneration stops, then I know that true forgiveness has happened. I'm grinning ear to ear. That is exactly the same as me. I exactly when that cycle of rumination does stop that I go, okay. So I guess maybe that's some sort of natural forgiveness in a way. It is. When you want to suppress your hurt, things that you can look for or in another person, if you want to like try and see the signs of suppression versus forgiveness. Okay. So we talked about it. Lingering resentment. That's one of them. Avoidance and withdrawal. If you avoid and withdraw from the relationship or from the conversation or any form of communication around the incident, then generally that's a huge red flag that I haven't accepted whatever I'm supposed to be forgiving you about. The other one is emotional detachment. That's pretty obvious. Unresolved communication. Again, same sort of thing. If you're not communicating, how come that damn renumination? And then the sneaky one the physical and psychological symptoms of having not truly forgiven, but just suppressed. Things like intestinal problems, fatigue, depression, anxiety. Because that's the thing I think about. The path to forgiveness, it seems like a light path that would help any internal suffering. Yeah, but if you haven't actually forgiven, then it's held in your body. The symptoms are there. It's held in your body then it's not going away. So that's the biggest one. If you're having these symptoms and you don't know where they're coming from, it is a sign of something more. That's all I'm saying. So look into it. Agreed. What if you seek forgiveness from someone else? Mm. If you've wronged someone, you can forgive yourself first for hurting another person. Or if you do want to have them forgive you, I mean, is it up to the person to decide? Like, is it a personal journey? Does there need to be a conversation? I know I wronged you. How are you feeling? I need the forgiveness from you because I know you can't ask that of the other person. So I'm just curious if it's a personal journey. Forgiveness is 100% a personal journey and there is no timeline. That's the biggest thing is that often we get into these situations where people are like, well, it's been long enough. How come you haven't forgiven? Well, I'm not there yet. And that's fine. And the biggest thing that I think that people forget is that they're asking forgiveness from someone in which they've triggered something. And who knows what that trigger is and how deep it is. Yes. And how it relates to past something as well. Exactly. So you don't know how deep that wound is that you've just triggered. And if that wound is really deep, then it might take them a while because they have a lot of work to do before they can actually forgive you. That's right. And is it fair to say that sometimes there is no forgiveness at the end of it? Again, for yourself, you're going to want to get to the point that you can give forgiveness. Doesn't mean reconciliation and doesn't mean condoning the behavior. There is a time and a portion, like if something has been significantly wronged, maybe you're not going to forgive. Maybe you can understand where the other people were coming from. You can give them that understanding. Maybe you can stop the remuneration. Yes. Maybe you've let go of your resentment. You're not holding on to it in your body. 
I struggle with this deeply is the difference between forgiving and condoning. So if I forgive, do I condone? I honestly, before speaking with you, Danita, today, I feel like I didn't really, I couldn't separate the two. Now you've helped me really understand that, that they can be separated. I have been working on this a lot, the difference between the two and the differentiating factors. Because before I did think that forgiveness and condoning were the same. Yeah. And they're not. It's just the feeling that you have within your body that you've been able to come to peace with whatever happened. I think that's really the great end point to get to is to find the peace within yourself because it's all about you in the end. You have to protect your peace. You have to protect your peace. And then the one thing that you asked the question, if someone wants to ask for forgiveness, the person's going to have to go on their personal journey. That has to happen. And then when they're ready, that's the time that you start rebuilding trust. And we talk about trust so much, but it is where you are going to really have to show up. If I want someone to forgive me, it's in that moment. I can't push them beforehand. When they're ready, they're ready. But when they are, then it's up to you to show up and really put the effort in and to start rebuilding that trust because there's not going to be open and honest communication at first. You have to start thinking about ways, how can I demonstrate that this person can trust me? And that's where having conversations, like I don't trust you because of these things. These are my triggers. This is what's happened in the past. This is how I'm feeling, or I've moved through this stuff. Now, what have you done? (laughs) Exactly. We have to meet halfway. (laughs) But honestly, if you're hoping to rebuild trust with someone, what have you done? You must put in the effort. Or your own personal journey. Of course. Where did that take you? And I think that's the biggest thing in forgiveness is whether you seek for yourself or whether you're asking it from someone else, where did your journey in forgiveness take you? Thank you, Danita. My heart feels just a little bit lighter. Jen, thank you for today's conversation. As always, I adore speaking with you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.